So today I have a happy story and a sad story. What's your choice? Which one first? Happy first? Happy was like in the lead there for a little bit and then sad pulled away. I'm going to tell you my inclination. Sorry for those of you who I have to disappoint. Won't be the first time that I'm going to go with the sad one first. Because, let's face it, then maybe I hope the happy one will like, give a little bit more resonance after that. So here's the sad one. And this is a true story. It's a guy, about a guy named Nikos Kazantzakis, who was uh, a Greek author that some of you might remember from a number of years ago. He tells a story once about walking through the forest near where he lived and seeing something that he'd never seen before. He spied in a tree Right in the area where kind of the, the trunk meets the branch, he looked at this. He'd never seen this before. A chrysalis. A caterpillar in the process of transformation of becoming a butterfly. And if you can see the detail on this, I don't know if you can in the back of the room, but you can literally see right in there the wings starting to form. This looks like this is a butterfly who is ready to be born. And Kazantzakis was so excited about this, excited about this potential for new life, just like one of our core beliefs here at Wellsprings, that each of us has the potential for new life within us, just as if we are a caterpillar in a chrysalis becoming a butterfly. And so he was so excited by this prospect that he wanted to help because he could see this little creature starting to just kind of break open its shell. And he thought, I can help this by maybe acting a little bit like an incubator. And so he put his hands around the chrysalis and blew his warm breath onto the chrysalis. And it was making a difference because he could see the warmer it got, the warmer the breath was, that it was starting to like tear through the outer walls. And was starting to be born as a butterfly. And then here sadly comes the sad part. That as he blew harder and harder, warmer and warmer, it broke its shell entirely. But he could see instantaneously that his breath had made a terrible mistake. Because even though he broke through, this little creature broke through the chrysalis. Its wings were not ready. And so instead of flying, it fell to earth. The author says that this is perhaps the greatest regret of his life. That he could not wait and only witness. He had to make it so biggest regret of his life that he could not wait and just see what was going to unfold. So that's the sad story. Here's the happy story. Now, it relates to something that I've told you all before, which is when about 18 months, 16 months ago, I was on an eight-day silent retreat. And where this retreat was held was a full-on working farm, not just like growing vegetables and fruits and stuff like that, but Animals, chickens, horses, and the part that I remember most, baby goats. 
Not just that they had baby goats, but this was baby goat birthing season. I have to encourage you very strongly. If you are ever someplace in some time, somewhere where you have an opportunity to be at baby goat birthing season, don't pass up that opportunity. It's amazing. Now, as I said, this was a silent retreat for those of us who were there as the practitioners, as the ones engaging in the meditation and the yoga. But the teachers would teach to us during the evening and also have announcements in the morning. And on that first night, they said, this is baby goat season. And we recognize a lot of you are going to be excited about that. And this is a great opportunity to work mindfully with your excitement. And we could feel that every day that went past and they said, no baby goats yet. There was just, oh, you know. A little bit of disappointment, and we could sense that during, I sense it myself at least, during the walking meditation, which, you know, is not supposed to be terribly linear. It's not supposed to head anywhere in particular. It's just supposed to pay attention to our steps as we walk our steps. Well, most often I found myself in that walking meditation heading up to the barn area where the baby goats were waiting to be born. And then, on the fifth day, they said, the baby goats are here. Here's a baby goat. Oh, I think that's like a two-day, three-day-old baby goat. It's my friend Elizabeth, who I met on retreat. Now, I, I wish, really, really wish, that this was scratch and sniff. Oh, look at that. More cute. You get more cute here. Bigger cute. I wish this was scratch and sniff. I wish this was smell vision. Because I can't even describe to you how good a baby goat smells. The only thing I can think of is like um, uh, the, the laundry detergent ads or for fabric softener. And, and somehow magically you add that to your wash while you're doing it. And then you take out your shirt or you take out your clothes and you put them on your body. And all of a sudden the whole world is sunshine and smiles and lollipops and snuggles the bear and just everything is just incredible around you. That's how good it smells. And then you buy the detergent and it's nothing like that. A baby goat is like that. <laughs> That's how a baby goat smells. And I have to tell you, that was one of the most wonderful experiences of my life of witnessing and waiting. Because, yeah, we were excited that this baby goat was going to be born. We didn't get in there and, uh, you know, try and breathe on it. Like, Come on now. It paid off in joy simply because we were waiting and able to watch. Not indifferently. Sometimes we know. It was a Tom Petty saying. The waiting is the hardest part. It is tough work sometimes in our lives to wait for things that we really want, especially something that we're really maybe banking our happiness upon. And so to learn how to be patient but not passive with all the possibilities in our life, all the things that are coming to be that might change your life or might change the world or all things together. And to remember at those times, I try to do this, the great teachers out of the amazing city of Detroit, the Motown teachers, Diana Ross and the Supremes, who said simply, this is Zen stuff here, folks. You can't hurry, love. <laughs> you just have to wait. This time of the year, 
There is so much new for so many of us. There are so many possibilities, so many things that are potentials. And to learn to sometimes say to ourselves when we are expecting, when we are waiting with happiness, let's recognize it's not ready yet. And that's okay. To be patient without being passive for the life that is waiting to be born within us so we do not rush through our lives. We have a specific ritual that we start out the congregational year here at Wellsprings, this return to two services, this welcome back Sunday, this Sunday after Labor Day. And for those of you who've been with us before, you'll notice that pretty soon you'll be getting a little canister of joy, otherwise known as bubbles. And I'm going to ask you to blow those bubbles You know, don't completely expend all the air in your body, but get close. Have a lot of fun with this. But even before we're going to use these bubbles, I'm going to ask you, now pay attention to what you hold at or near or in your hands. This is a thought bubble. It might be something that you've never spoken yet, an excitement, a wish, a hope, something that's being... It's coming to be born within you right this very moment. Maybe something that you're a little anxious about. What is the life that is waiting to be born within you right now? You can put your name on these if you wish, but you don't have to. But we're going to collect them. When you're done, pass them to the end of the row. What is waiting to be born within you right now that you are excited about? And then we're going to put it together on a little poster board next week. Bad pun, but... Appropriate. Wishing wellsprings. <laughs> and you're going to be able to see these. You're going to see what your wishes were, what your hopes were, what was coming to be within you, and you'll get to see everything else as well here while you return. So please write those down now. And while you're doing that, we will hand out these little canisters of joy to you in the form of bubbles. When you're done writing down your wish, your dream, your hope, pass them to the outside of the row. So for those of you who have already written your hope, your dream, your wish, I hope that was fun, but now comes the really fun part. Commence blowing your bubbles, because we recognize here at Wellsprings that the nature of water is to move. I've been in congregations over the years that this Sunday what they do is they collect all their waters, and two things happen to water that collects for too long and does not move. It evaporates or stagnates. Here, our water is intended to move and to promote and to share joy. So please stand up, whether you were blowing bubbles two hours ago before you came here, or whether the last bubble you blew was last year or 20 years ago. Blow to your heart's content and share your joy and your beauty. (laughs) Continue as you are called to let our lives be as these bubbles, with no thought to wasting what is fun, with no worry about spending what is joyous, to remember that we have the capacity to be joyous and free, and to remember that it is a good day, any day. We remember to take some time to blow bubbles. Amen. And may you live in blessing.
And let's pray together. And yes, you can continue blowing bubbles while we pray. So let's unite our heart in prayer and our breath in bubbles as we say. Spirit of being and becoming. Spirit of all the potential within our lives right now and all the gifts that we are sharing right in this moment and all the possibilities that are yet coming to be. May we have gratitude for what is. Diligent gratitude, a diligent thank you, recognizing all the ways in which we are blessed and also leaving open that space for what is not yet to be knowing that we do not need to hurry love if we cultivate and share the love that we already have. There will be enough love in that next moment as well. May we recognize this deepest blessing of our lives, that our lives are unfinished, that we are creation becoming creative in our joy, in our grace, in our gifts, and in our love. May we belong truly to all of these things. Amen.